I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. As President Biden is speaking to some of the nation's largest unions about workers' rights and better paying jobs and bringing more jobs here to the United States, Donald Trump and the other Republican candidates for the presidency were speaking at a conference called the Faith and Freedom Conference uh, that consists purportedly of evangelical Christians, but I think everything that was being discussed at this conference was anything but Christian. It was fascist and weird and bizarre and featured Donald Trump as the fascist keynote speaker, again confessing to more crimes, saying vile and disparaging and just overall disgusting and false things. And then you have large media networks, by and large, covering this like it's some normal event. I want to show you what went down at this Faith and Freedom Conference. That's what they call it, but it's anything but talking about real values of faith and anything about freedom at all, completely the opposite. But let's show you what went down. I'll show you Donald Trump's keynote right now. So here, Donald Trump is basically confessing to crimes. He's misstating the law here, and he claims this is like the main thing he's talking about to the audience, not like, what can we do to help you? He's saying falsely that whatever documents at all a former president decides to take, he has the absolute right and doesn't need to give it back. That is false. He is admitting to a crime. Play the clip. Phony case. Well, it is true. I mean, it is true, isn't it? In other words, whatever documents the president decides to take with him, he has the absolute right to take them. He has the absolute right to keep them, or he can give them back to NARA if he wants. He talks to them like we were doing, and he can do that if he wants. That's the law, and it couldn't be more clear. And here at this, again, let's call it what it is. This is like a perverse cult rally. Donald Trump tells the crowd that he is being indicted for the crowd, that he's taking this one for the team and the crimes that he's committing, he's doing it for everybody in that room. Play this clip. Every time the radical left Democrats, Marxists, communists, and fascists indict me, I consider it a great badge of courage. I'm being indicted for you, and I believe the you is more than 200 million people that love our country. They're out there, and they love our country. I want to mention this as well before showing you the next clip. It was a very small crowd as well, which large media networks seem to gloss over. I mean, we're talking about in the hundreds. Donald Trump also said that it was packed outside, um, outside of the dining room area. And look, as Zachary Petrizzo pointed out, he's a, a journalist who was covering it. There was literally nobody there, just an empty room. So just more lies here. And here, Donald Trump is telling the crowd and he's bragging about to the crowd how it was because of him that Roe v. Wade was overturned. Play the clip. Exactly one year ago today, those justices were the pivotal votes in the Supreme Court's landmark decision ending the constitutional atrocity known as Roe v. Wade. 
Thank you. Conservatives had been trying for 50 years, exactly 50 years. Amazing that today is the day. I don't know. Did you set this up on purpose? Was that done purposefully? <laughs> this is the day, one year. I mean, it's today is the birthday of that decision. Did you do that? I mean, it wasn't just by a fluke, right? I assume you did. Whether you did or not, this is the uh, birthday, so it was pretty good. And Ralph's birthday, too. That was set up, too. Uh, something, <laughs> something strange is going on here. You know what they'll say? It's Trump's fault. Trump's fault. <laughs> but I got it done, and nobody thought it was even a possibility. They've been fighting. Good people, strong people, smart people have been fighting for 50 years, and it never even came close to getting done. I don't believe they've ever even taken a vote. I mean, never even came close. It was something that wasn't going to happen. I got it done. I get a kick out of these candidates and the, even the other side. Well, I don't know. I think I'm more pro-life. I'm this. And somebody stood up, a woman stood up and said, this guy ended Roe v. Wade. How the hell can you go against him? And I sort of said that myself, actually. <laughs> but I'm proud to be the most pro-life president in American history. In this next clip, Donald Trump says that if he were to be elected again, his priority would be to use federal law to deny entry into the country to communists and Marxists and socialists. Here, play this clip. Today, I'm announcing a new plan to protect the integrity of our immigration system. Federal law prohibits the entry of communists and totalitarians into the United States. But my question is, what do we do with the ones that are already here that grew up in it? I think we have to pass a new law for them. Using federal law in Section 212F of the Immigration and Nationality Act, I will order my government to deny entry to all communists and all Marxists. Those who come to and join our country must love our country. We want them to love our country. We don't want them when they want to destroy our country. Welcome to America. We want to destroy your country. Thank you very much. So we're going to keep foreign, Christian-hating, communists, Marxists, and socialists out of America. We're keeping them out of America. And by the way, Donald Trump defines Marxists, socialists, communists as anybody who is not a part of his fascist cult. So even to Donald Trump, just so you know, like a Bill Barr is someone who he considers to be a rhino Marxist socialist. If you're not part of the cult, you are one of these categories. And of course, y'all remember the Pastor Martin Niemöller uh, poem. First, they came for the communists. I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. Folks, this is red alert when he says things like that because how he even defines all of those things is... Everybody else who is not part of the MAGA fascist cult is the other. Here in this next clip, 
Donald Trump? What's he even talking? He's not even addressing real issues that matter to the American people. Here he goes, well, you just have no choice. You have to vote for me. Play this clip. If I didn't run, or if I would say, you know, I'm not going to run, or if my numbers were bad, where it looked like I wasn't going to make it, they wouldn't be focusing me. They would focus on whoever was leading, and they would go after that person, male or female, just as viciously as they go after me. And that person would not be able to handle it. That's why you have no choice but to vote for Donald Trump. Is that nice? And what a job Ralph has done. And the fact that like the crowd finds that funny, just think about how far the MAGA Republican base has become, you know, where Donald Trump has given people this license to hate and to just engage in this perverse behavior. I, th these people may call themselves evangelical Christians or they may say, oh, this is a conservative thing. There's nothing conservative about this. And this is not the teachings of any faith that, that I'm aware of, that you have to be nasty and mean and hateful. It's the exact opposite. 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company owned by China. And their hogs, they're given something called ractopamine, which is banned in 160 countries, including China. Yet you find this in your grocery store aisle every day. There's a better way. I'd like to tell you about Moink. That's moo plus oink. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Moink farmers, they farm like our grandparents did. And as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm, it does it better. The Moink difference is a difference you can taste and you can feel good knowing that you're helping family farms stay financially independent too. I love that Moink is helping save rural America, and I know that you will too. Join the Moink movement today. Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. And Ring Doorbell founder Jamie Siminoff jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. Plus, they guarantee you'll say, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got Moinked. And I know I do, and I know you will too. Keep American farming going by signing up right now at moinkbox.com slash Midas Touch right now. And listeners of this show get free bacon in your first box. It's the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time, spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Midas Touch. That's moinkbox.com slash Midas Touch. Here in this next clip, um, Donald Trump says, and this is just, again, more of a confession. He goes, the government doesn't even have the right to ask me for documents. They don't even have the right to ask. And if they want to ask, they have to be very, very nice to me. But even the New York Times in a major article, big article, and they must hate, probably the writer was fired after he said this. <laughs> but it said headlines, it said that 
When it comes to asking for documents from former presidents, the only power that NARA has is to say, pretty please. Quote, asking nicely is about all they can do, and yet they reported me to the Department of Justice for criminal prosecution. They don't even have the right to ask. And if they do ask, they have to be very nice, and I don't have to give it. And yet I'm being prosecuted for this. And this is the New York Times saying it. Nothing like this has ever happened before and hopefully will never happen again. Again, here, another confession. This is Donald Trump talking about this uh, false argument that Tom Fitton, this non-lawyer who can't fit into his shirts, that Tom Fitton uh, gave him, saying that this Bill Clinton case involving personal notes for Bill Clinton's personal autobiography that Tom Fitton lost in the court in 2012 was like, what are you doing in this courtroom, Tom Fitton? I don't have jurisdiction to hear this ridiculously frivolous case. And these are personal records, personal notes, personal autobiography. And then Donald Trump says, that's the Sox case. That's precedent, which it's exactly the opposite of that. But here Donald Trump lies and says, Clinton put him Clinton put them in his socks so I could take them. Let me give you a hint. It has something to do with socks and taking things out in your socks. After leaving the White House, Bill Clinton kept 79 audio tapes in his socks and his sock drawer. So he put them in his sock. I didn't. I put mine in boxes outside of the White House, and the GSA picked them up and delivered them where they were supposed to be delivered. In this next clip, Donald Trump says, again, another lie. Um, but here he says that under the Presidential Records Act, he has every right to steal documents, another confession. That's the opposite of what the Presidential Records Act says. Play the clip. Under the Presidential Records Act, which is civil, not criminal, done in 1977, civil, I had every right to have these documents, personal belongings and boxes. Joe Biden didn't. Even Mike Pence didn't have that right. They weren't covered by the Presidential Records Act. I was because I was president, but they weren't. But these scoundrels and thugs, they only come after me. They didn't go after the many, many other presidents that kept their documents. You know about it. Many, many others. If you look at the Bush family, if you look at uh, even Jimmy Carter, and I'd say he's innocent. I say Jimmy Carter's innocent. But they went after me. They didn't go after anybody else. And they went after me criminally. And it's not a criminal violation. It's not even a violation under the Presidential Records Act. And here, as things go to go from fascist to also just incredibly weird, here Donald Trump says, well, when he graduated from Wharton School of Finance, they didn't study getting indicted. So he doesn't know what that means. But the Presidential Records Act, which is not even mentioned in this ridiculous 44-page, 44-page indictment of me, I didn't know about that. You know, when I graduated from the Wharton School of Finance, we didn't study being indicted, getting arrested, going to jail. We didn't know about that. They never taught us that. So how do you think the media is covering this? Well, this is, I'm not talking about Fox because we know what they're going to say. I'm not talking about OAN or Newsmax. We know what they're going to say. I'm not talking about the Bannon show. We know what they're going to say. What's NBC saying? What's NBC saying? This is their headline from NBC, mind you, not, wow, that was crazy, disturbed fascist, right? Like we all saw that with our eyes, right? We know what we just watched was fascism, was crazy. And so we don't need to be gaslit by large media networks. But here's what NBC's takeaway was. 
Faith in Trump dominates annual gathering of religious conservatives. Nothing elicited cheers from the crowd like mentions of the former president. And it went on to say, you can boo all you want, uh, former Governor Chris Christie said as he sparred with the audience. The exchange was an eye-catching bit of political theater during an event that saw hundreds of Christian conservative activists travel to the Washington Hilton, but it also provided a clear measure of the most engaged portions of the Republican base. They remain all in for Trump. Trump keynoted the Saturday evening gala that served as the final event of the weekend, hitting on a wide range of go-to issues for Trump, most of which were met with thunderous applause from an audience well-tuned to Trump's message. What the hell was that? I could go on, but this is, what are you even spewing here? But notice what they just kind of gloss over, an event that saw hundreds of Christian conservatives, hundreds. We're not talking about massive crowds here. We're not talking about anything worthy of giving it this treatment that NBC's doing, thunderous applause on his go-to issues. What's the, fascism? Fascism? Look, the large media networks need to call this out. And frankly, the fact that they're not, we're gonna fill that void here together as part of this pro-democracy community. But what in the world is this story? And they're all like this, by the way. That's what's damaging. That's what's dangerous. And then what? NBC will write some story about President Biden and, and trash President Biden because he didn't immediately reach a resolution regarding the um, uh, railroad union, even though it took him two months to solve the problem for everybody and worked quietly behind the scenes to actually reach a resolution. But let's talk about, the, you know, the, the large media networks want to trash him for accomplishing the goal. That is the issue, folks. And we all collectively know it. We've identified the issue. That's why we got to call it out like we're doing right here. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers thanks to your awesome support. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. And wherever you get audio podcasts, subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. Have an excellent day. Hit subscribe on YouTube right now. At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right, gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.